This podcast is proudly supported by the Bartronica Bar, the home of retro. You can find Bartronica at 335 Flinders Lane in the heart of Melbourne CBD. It's half museum, half bar. Check them out on Facebook or Instagram and become part of the Bartronica community. Podcast episode 26. I'm here doing a quick sneaky intro instead of dragging the other boys in while Tony's off cruising the world and Damien's probably in bed. So but I'm here to introduce the second half of our Flash Solution chat. So hope you enjoy it and we'll talk to you soon. So what else did you, you want to talk about? Uh, well, look, I, I was thinking about talking about the GoTech, so I might do that if you if you like. Oh, why not? Because that covers right. a significant number of systems. All right. Okay. Well, I'll get going. So a lot of people that listen to this podcast, I would suspect that a lot of people probably heard of it and a lot of people probably have one, but I think it is good just to mention it um, and... Just, um, yeah, the wonderful world of GoTex. So a GoTex device, it's basically like a low-cost three-and-a-half-inch floppy drive emulator which uses a USB stick to dish out the disk images to your um, computer. Uh, they are cheap and, I think, very cheerful. Now, if you're only... Um, concern is playing games. Uh, this will actually, the, the GoTech will service that quite well. Um, yeah, basically, you just need to put disk images on a USB stick, um, select them with a file selector, and um, and load them up. Um, now, the devices that I've actually got these set up on at the moment is I've got one in an Amiga, one in an Atari ST, and also... Um, an Amstrad 6128. Um, now, you need to think of the GoTech sort of like it's in two parts. You've got the hardware and uh, the firmware. Um, and secondary to that, you've also got like this, the software that needs to run off the computer itself to mount the disk images into virtual slots. Um, the hardware itself is, is the GoTech. Um, and it actually does come with its own firmware and and PC software to actually put um, uh, sort of stuff on it. Disc, yeah, the stuff on it, but it's actually pretty crappy and not very good to use. Yeah, yeah very I think, basic. I, I think if yeah. uh, if memory serves, they're they're actually often designed to replace uh, three and a half inch drives in like sewing machines and keyboards yeah. and stuff like that. Is actually what yeah. their intended uses is. And and That's you can right. get them to work in pretty much 
anything. So even even like mm. a, like you mentioned the Amstrad, anything you know, systems that use three inch discs, they'll still work in because the three inch yes. disc still has the same interface. So yeah, that's right. But um, there's you can't do that with like five and a quarter inch discs though. As far no. as I understand, no, no, the sector no. formation's not right. No. Yep, yep. So, so basically, what you need is you need to flash it with firmware. Um, now, stop the press. <laughs> um, there, there's a couple of different types of firmware available, but there is a, another new one that's that's someone's working on at the moment. Um, so, um, on one of the Facebook groups, uh, a Commodore Amiga Facebook group. I've seen a couple of posts there from somebody who's actually working on um, their own custom firmware for for the GoTech. I haven't looked at it. Um, I don't know how good it is, um, but just keep in mind that it's probably worth checking out if, um, if you haven't got one and you're thinking about which way you're going to go. Um, now, the two types of firmware that I've used, um, there's a free one, um, which is known as the um, Cortex firmware. Uh, now, that's only um, for Amiga. Um, it's good. It plays a bunch of games, but it does have some compatibility issues with some um, particular games in their loaders on Amiga. Um, so you may... Re- require a couple of different tries with different cracks of certain games before you actually find one that works. Um, now, the issue with the Cortex firmware, it's good that it's free, uh, but it's actually, it's not actively developed or supported anymore. So basically, what you get is is pretty much it. Yep. Um, now, the other version of firmware is the HXC firmware. So basically, this is done by the guy who actually does the HXC devices. Um, And I think he's done a very um, smart move because this would be in direct competition to his his devices uh, being a lot cheaper. Um, So he's actually done some custom firmware um, and the cost for that is about 10 euro, which works out to about 15 Aussie bucks. Um, now, the good thing about this firmware is that um, he does actively support it and he has put out a number of um, bug fixes um, and updates over time, so it is supported. Um, now, you can actually also use his firmware on for Atari ST and Amstrad computers as well, uh, which is which is really good. Um, it is a little bit tricky to flash the device, um, but I think it's it, it's a pretty good product um, with better compatibility. Um, so, I my Amigas are still running the free Cortex firmware. Um, one day I might actually change it over to the paid HXC firmware. But yep. the um, yeah the Atari ST and the Amstrad, yep, yeah, are running the HXC. Yep, my, likewise, my my six one two eight has it running and it's it's brilliant. It's yeah, a little bit of work on the PC to copy stuff over, but it's yep. 
honestly, you, you can't complain. But um, yeah, yeah, I think the guy actually does them. He this is actually the the content computer stuff is almost like a sideline. That a lot of the stuff he does, it's actually commercial machines that use three and a half inch drives that the the firmware mm. to actually help bypass again the aging media problem. Um, yeah, that's but, right. But the list of systems that they have on their site, just to, to name a few, so the the all variants of the STs, the Amigas, the CPCs, um, the ZX Specky Plus 3, because it had a disk drive, mm, yes. um, the MSX2, uh, you can actually drop it into a C64 with the, the 1581 drive, yes. but I don't yes. know why you'd want to do that. Um, the SAM Coupe, the TI-994A, the TRS-80, <laughs> Uh, mm, yes. Sorry, the, even the B, you can use it with the Beebs for certain types of files. Uh, the, yeah, the Einstein. X, yep. The Sharp X68000, the FM Towns 2. Um, oh, oh, so, you can stop now. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going through all of Damien's wishlist items. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. Heck, heck I've, I've even seen these things, and it's console-based, but I've even seen people put these things in... Um, like the super wild cards for the super nintendo so the yes, one that you use floppy disk yes. where yeah you'd you'd use like five or six floppy disks to load a single game um yeah i've mm. actually seen people that have replaced them with the um the hxc firmware so mm. they are it's pretty it's cool like it's good value yeah. for money you can only use i mean obviously yeah well not a con as such but you know it's as in a bad part of it but it's the thing where you can only you use one license per one device which Again, given that this fair. is this guy's business, it's it's fair. I honestly don't think it's a, a bad thing, but yeah, you know, no. as there always is, there are people on the internet who think this stuff should be free. So well, exactly, but you know, yeah. I think that I think that um, ten euro is a very reasonable price to pay. Hmm. Yeah, for somebody's um, hard hard work, anyway. Exactly, exactly. Um, now, just going on to some, some things, uh, onto the installation of Gotex into a device. Now, I've looked and seen plenty of Facebook pages and forums where people, I don't know why, what is wrong with people, they basically butcher and cut up their actual case to, to fit it in. There's no need to. Think about it. Um, for example, with the Amstrad 6128, um, that slits, fits nicely in the front where the existing, well, where the old three-inch drive goes. But there are some little, I don't know, bits of plastic and fans that get in the way. Now, rather than actually, you know, chopping and cutting up the inside of the Amstrad case, all you need to do is actually just make a few, you know, cuts and nicks outside of the, the GoTech plastic case, which yes. is... You know, it's a it, it's a very low cost device. It's it's not you know it's not like you're going to ruin its value or anything like that. So that's the first thing. The next thing is some people think that um, because the buttons that are actually on the um, on the GoTech device on some things like the Amiga, I think that you know it, it's it, you can't really press them. You can't really press them um, well, because they're the, too far. Back. They're too far in. The, yeah, they're too far back. So rather than just cutting a huge chunk out of your case uh, to allow that, um, all you need to do is just basically. I bought some like long tactile switches, and I just um, traced where the um, contacts were on the uh, on the GoTech board, 
and just ran some wires from it and then just um, secured these um, uh, tactile switches onto the side of the Amiga case. I think maybe through where the eject button would have been from the previous drive. And there you go. You didn't have to butcher or cut anything up. Yeah, so you can always it, put the original drive back when. So. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Now, so all I'm saying is if you get these, you know, don't, don't be an idiot. Just think about it. And, um, yeah, you can put them into good effect. Now, finally, purchasing them. There are a lot of people that sell pre-flashed Gotex on eBay and so forth. Um, now, look, if all you want to do is just get it at any price and shove it in your computer and play games, yep, that's all well and good. But for what you get, a lot of people are charging ridiculous amounts of money for the actual effort and cost it takes to, to put... the. Usually, usually people sell the, the the ones with the free Cortex firmware, um, yep. but some people do sell ones with the uh, with the HXC firmware. Um, but you know, um, just be wary that um, to actually buy the GoTech device itself off eBay, depending yep. on the exchange rate and that you're probably looking at about $30 shipped, give or take a few bucks. Um, and the actual serial um, programmer that you need to copy the flash the firmware on it. Um, it's ridiculous. It's so cheap. It's not funny. They're like less than $3 shipped from China. So, um, you know they're they're very cheap. Um, it it can take a little bit of mucking around. Now, just a yep. tip: if you when you actually search for um, these to buy off eBay, um, usually if you search for the term GoTech, um, most of the uh, results that comes up within eBay are usually the ones that are a little bit more expensive. Um, so if you just search for the term USB floppy emulator. Um, you usually find listings that are a, um, a bunch cheaper. Um, now, you will find that there are a lot of different uh, types of, of GoTex on yep. eBay, um, but my understanding is that the difference is that they've got different firmware on them, uh, and so that doesn't matter because you're going to be flashing the firmware anyway. Yep. Um, yep. So Help. what I would... Yeah. How easy or hard is it to do? Like, just I suppose the quick, you know, the, the quick version of it. How, like, how much effort does it take to actually? Yep, it's 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 not hard, but it can be fiddly. That's probably the the easiest way to put it. So I've got a. You don't need to have like an old PC running Windows ninety five or anything like that. You know, you can do it on on modern equipment, but it can be a little bit fiddly. And uh, you may need to, you know, change your COM port setting or something like that if it doesn't just work automatically for you. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's not, you know, plug and play, don't need to think about it, but it's not so hard that, um, you know, you'll pay double, that you should pay double the price to get a pre flashed one. Fair enough. All right, cool. Mm. Awesome. So, Oh, well, they're, they're well worth, like I said, yeah, we've, I've done 
been around a few of them and it's not not stupidly stupidly hard to to get running so they are a good option yeah look obviously there's yeah the other the other system i think we probably haven't mentioned a little bit is the uh, the the venerable zx Specky. um i know is another out there which given that they're predominantly tape only um does you've had experience with the uh it was the mms mmc haven't you that's right yeah it's a it's a great uh unit because it lo- it loads everything it loads disk images it loads uh tzx i think it's, pretty, I think it's yep. tzx or txz i don't know files it pretty much loads everything and it's super fast um yeah i've only had a few games that failed to load but you just find a new rom and it's fine it's great you know it's great for homebrew because um there's a lot of good homebrew games out there for the ZX Spectrum that people still make. It's actually like a a brand new Castlevania game made for it, but you need a one two eight K Specky to run it. But it's it's awesome. You, you think Konami would have made it? It's great. But yeah, no, it's it's a great unit. Like I said, um, it also has a Kempston uh, a joystick adapter in there too. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're well well worth the money. Well worth the money. And they come with a nice printed, uh, 3D printed case. Yep. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't complain. And yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it for every Spectrum user. It's just, yeah, because it tape, tapes a pain in the bum to get working half the time. And um, mm, Tell me about and, it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, your best, your best would be to get a plus two grey Spectrum, one to eight, yep. the Amstrad model, and, and grab one of them. I'd yeah, say yeah. lug it into the back port. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Perfect. I've got a simpler one. I've got the RetroLimb Smart Card interface, so it's still got an SD card reader and a Kempston in the side, but it's not as sophisticated as the one you've got. So, but what's okay. the difference though? Oh, it doesn't have as much um, uh, smarts on it to help you load things. So, oh, okay. Oh, fair enough. And probably probably a little bit cheaper, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I think these things... Uh, I, I couldn't actually find one for sale anymore. Yeah, about £24. Oh, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. The MMC, mm. I think the last time I looked at um, the just the general ones on eBay, the, I was looking at uh, close to $120. Yeah. Um, and even if you get one from, like, again, uh, the future was 8-bit. So Rod makes the Div MMC is his version of it, um, yes. which he claims, you know, 100% compatibility with all speckies and a bunch of other cool stuff. Um, even that there, I think that was still looking at close to $120, $130 shipped to get it here, which, again, isn't bad because it's a good product, but it can be just a little bit of that initial, oh, um, yeah, yeah. It, so. It, so mine one won't load TZX files. Okay. Uh, right. uh, and uh, yeah, it won't go in. Well, will not physically fit in well, the larger 128k spectrum model. So there we go. It's only really for uh, original okay. 48ks or uh, my um, yeah. You know, what is it? 48 plus the one with the basically the keyboard replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, wonder if it'd work with my little Ukrainian clone ZX. Oh, pro- pro- probably would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, um, an even cheaper option, which is free. Um, I um, use Specky Tape on my iPad. Yes. 
to yeah. load up spiky tape roms and um, you know whilst it's obviously doesn't have you know the bells and whistles of um, of these other devices it it's actually works quite well um you do need to wait the same amount of time for it to load as if it was loading from tape of course um but um you know it still lets you play the games yeah, well, was actually, I was about to say is probably the, the the tail end of things. The the honourable of honourable mentions is pretty much anything that has a tape drive. You can use yes. those old car kits with a phone, with mm. a computer, with an MP3 player, and yeah, just literally load the wave the wave files or things like Specky Tape, and I uh, I believe there's some other tools out there that do similar stuff. That yeah, you can basically load the tape file straight off it because it's just sound. Um, it's probably the most ghetto of ghetto ways to do it, but honestly, <laughs> it's, it is effective. It's uh, well, I used to use that for MSX before I got the cart. So yeah, and oh. there's qu- quite a bit for that, and it's really good for the um, the original Spectre video as well. Because yeah, well, I built a um, I built a tape uh, a, a DIN to three point five mil adapter for my um, for my MSX for that reason alone. So. Uh, which is kind of good that Apple give me a um, 3.5 mil to lightning adapter because I can still use it with my new phone. <sighs> Bloody Apple. Um, but yeah, so that's... Oh, look, we probably... What have we missed there? Oh, the VIC-20. Yeah, what was yeah. it? What was it called again? The, the, pen, the, pen, the penultimate cart. The, pen, the penultimate cart. Uh, yet, yeah. an, yet another future was 8-bit product. That's it, and you know, and it's a great cartridge indeed. Um, look, I only recommend it for the diehard Vic Twenty fans. I mean, it's it's a cute little system, and I'm very thankful of it, Aaron. Trust me, because um, otherwise I wouldn't have bought this car. But yeah, it's you know, if if you're really if you really dig the Vic Twenty, it's highly recommended. Um, yep. Especially that it gives you the extra RAM. I think it gives you up to thirty five k. Thirty two. It's got thirty two k additional built on board. So yeah. yeah. 32, actually, cool. it's 35. Yes, it oh, has. Okay. 35 expanded memory. Um, not that you're going to need it, but... <clears throat> yeah, plus it's got 40 games um, installed on it from Donkey Kong. Probably the best 20 games you're going to get. Uh, there's a couple of... Um, what are they called? What are the, the text games? Yep. So so just, I like adventures. Text adventures, like yeah. Scott Adams adventures. Like uh, the pirate... Cove and stuff like that. There's one called Adventure on there or something. But, yeah, um, yep, yep. But Adventure yeah, Land. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. It's uh, it's, it's also got um, yeah compatibility with the SD card reader, the SD to IC, whatever it's called. Um, I, I actually haven't gotten that working properly. That whenever I send it to the to the SD card, it, the SD card starts flashing and and goes yuck. I don't like this. So. Um, I have loaded off it, but I've had to do it via, by just resetting it from scratch and then loading it up. You know what I mean? Properly. Yep. So I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do there. But no, it's it's a great cartridge. It is pretty pricey. I, I think it's a little bit too pricey, but it is made well. It's built well. It's it, the the casing doesn't feel like it's 3D printed. It looks like it feel it feel actually feels like it's done properly in a factory. So. I'll give it that because it's. I, you can tell it is not factory. It's not um 3D printed at all, and um, it looks like a genuine old Vic Twenty car. So it looks looks great. He does, and that's I think the same as with his yeah you know, um Rod's fifteen forty one uh SD twos and stuff where he 
yeah, they actually have the colouring. Like he does a whole range of the, in in the same or very very close um, copies, and they they do look fantastic. So I, I'd like one. I, I I do like my Vic, and this is actually a cart that wish you've got this, you can use um use it to play Doom. That yeah, crazy, yes. that crazy right. Doom. You're right. Part. You're right, and there's also a a game that <clears throat> it needs 32k. And I can't remember what it's called, but it it's like Head Over Heels. And oh, it looks, wow. It looks really good. It was made for VIC-20, and it's very, very impressive. It looks like a C64 game. I was really impressed. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, if you do buy it, it's, all you need is this cart, and, and you'll be set, really, for the VIC-20. So uh, it's it, it actually, I reckon it, it, um, it completes your VIC-20 package, as you could say, because it, it, is, it is worth it. Yeah, I think they're currently about sixty quid plus post. Yeah, it cost uh, me about. I think it cost me about eighty dollars. No, 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 it was more than that. It was probably about yeah between eighty and ninety dollars landed, <clears throat> if I remember correctly. So it was cheaper getting it from the site than from eBay. I can double check that. But yeah, I don't yeah know. it looks, what, looks like a pretty good cartridge. So it is. It's well made. Um, there's a there's a few. Uh, it's actually Chimmy Vision on YouTube that reviews it. Does a pretty good review of it as well. So um, I I recommend people to check out his review. All right. So um, have has anybody got any more flash cart? I can I can mention I've got the Atari Max for the XE eight bit computers. Um. It's it's yes. pretty good. It's pretty good. I, there's, I'm pretty sure there's another cart out there that I borrowed off a friend. It was a, it's a Polish-made cart, which I think is better. I've got to find out what it's called again. But um, yeah, the Atari Max cart. Atari you can do a lot of things with it, but it's not that easy to use. Nah, it's very. It's a pain in the bum. You know, I pretty much got this because I was told that I can run um disk images on it as well. Hmm. Uh, you can and you can't. It's really fussy. So um, oh, it's very fussy. I have a tremendous amount of trouble getting images um, of games to actually work on it. It takes a lot of work, and you sort of almost have to wait for people to put these compiled um, XEX files. Up yeah, because <laughs> you guarantee yeah. they'll work. Work. Oh, they work all the, the time. Yeah, yeah, but disk images. Yeah, they're pain in the bum. Does and, you, do you have the took me for ages to finally get a new version of the firmware on mine. Um, I, it's one of those ones where you've got to go through a specific order. And uh, once I finally worked it out, I finally got a newer version of the, um, the actual boot-up flash on there. So now when mine comes up, it, um, it actually has a number of games already flashed on it. Oh. Um, that are built into it, like Moon Patrol and Star Raiders and stuff like that, just about half a dozen, um, plus obviously the XES loader, so SD load, which is the fat loader, sorry. So when it boots up, it has a fat loader built into it, but then you've got to go and load another fat loader to actually load stuff from the SD card. It's very confusing. Oh, so it's just SD. I've got the compact flash version. Oh, it's Compact Flash. Sorry, I keep on saying yeah, SD. Okay. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, the other one I tried that my friend lent me was the side side to Compact Flash interface. Yeah, right. I've, I've seen those. Seen I've seen those for sale. I've not um, ever actually 
thought they never looked. It didn't quite grab me. They're better than the Atari backs. I personally think. Yeah, um, it was faster. The access to the menus are so much faster. Um, there's also a way to load uh, discs, images on that, but it's meant to be harder to do. But okay. I'm, I quite I quite regret not going for that one, and it's actually a bit cheaper. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Well, I know yeah. we've been looking at um, the, what was, what was it told, the Uno cart? I believe there's a guy yeah, the Uno, right, which, is, which is a newer one, and that uses SDs, I think. So it's, um, It, by reports, is actually a really good, yeah, there's actually a really good device that doesn't appear to have, at least on paper, um, yeah, it doesn't appear to have the, the same problems, like you said, the slow menus and stuff like that. Yeah, it just depends what the software is like for it. The Atari Max card's now quite old, um, and um, yes, it seems to, obviously the people who know it well know are happy with it, but it's not so good for people just, you know, coming in fresh. Yep, uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. Um, oh, yeah, I, I was actually thinking I have one more flash cut that I've actually forgotten about. Um, oh. It's the SC3000 Survivors Multicut. Oh, yes. How can we forget that? Mm. Which is a very special card indeed. It will not work on an SG1000. Uh, it'll mm. only work on the computer, so either an SC3000 or SC3000H. Um, it doesn't have an SD interface or anything like that. It has two ROM chips, which are socketed and can be removed. Um, I got one from the guy who made them originally in in New Zealand, um, and he actually sent me an extra ROM chip as well with some extra stuff on it. Um, and the, basically, it has most of the software that was available for the um, SE3000s and the SG1000s on those sets of ROM chips. Oh, nice. Oh, nice, yeah. They're... Very cool, but yeah, to rewrite them, you have to use an EPROM eraser yes. and writer to completely redo it. It's yeah, they're windowed ROMs basically. Yep, yeah, they're um, and you've got to supply a, a donor cart to actually put a shell drop around it into, yes. but um, yes, which, but which yes, I still I... Ha- which I still haven't done, so I've just put stickers no. over, well, I've just put stickers you... over the windows and yeah, ah, left it at that. Hey, I found you your mahjong cart to, to sacrifice the other day, so. Yes, I know. We were going through my spares the other day with Aaron, and I was going, I haven't found a, a spare cart yet, and then he pointed out that I had a spare Mahjong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, well, I need Mahjong. Oh, no, look, there we go. There goes my spare cartridge. No, no you, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need it. No, I, it's, on my, it's on my wish list because I, I adore my SC3000, and it's something that I, I would like to have because I think it's going to be easier than trying to do what you've done and track down a near-complete collection. Yeah. Uh, I actually thought I had a faulty champion. I think it was champion boxing at one stage, but it started working again. Oh, <laughs> that damn cart. That damn cart. And I just can't bring myself to take a part of working cart. So, but I, I, will get, I will put a shell around my um, survivors because obviously they're only a limited run, so they're not a thing you can actively yeah. buy. So You can still get them at the moment. They're, I think they still have a couple left. They're just the piece, obviously just the, the again, the bare ball with the ROM only. But, um, mm. yeah, I think they're up around the 100, 100 plus mark as well. But, honestly, it's for the system and for what it is, it, it's it's going to be well worth your money because, yeah, they're fast getting to be a very expensive system to chase for as well. Question. Correct. Question. Do they do they play uh, tape images as well? 
Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of type, there's a whole lot of type yeah. images that are uh, that are on the ROM. So the ROM, oh, there are awesome. two two ROM chips in there, and when it boots up, you select which ROM chip you want to select. Nice. One, nice. As supplied, one ROM chip is mostly basic software. Yep. And very computer orientated. The other ROM chip is all um, SG one thousand orientated. And I'm going to embarrassingly say I've never actually plugged in the special present ROM chip that he gave me. Monster. So do you know what's on there? He said some extra stuff that's quite hard to come by. Oh, geez, the mind, the mind and, and, boggles. And what, so what could it be? We may, have, we may have to have a special session on that someday, eh? Oh, we will. <laughs> I think we need to come back to that. Oh, bless it. But Let's time. hope it's yeah. not Sega Strip Poker from 1983. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best, oh, best and, and look, on a, on a very self-related topic, I am now down to nine to go. Oh. That's for a complete, so, complete set. And how many, so, if you, how many are in your collection then if you've got nine to go? Uh, now, I will say, excluding Othello Multivision, do you have you've got a, a, a an Athelo Martian Vision um, console though, right? No, I don't. No. Ah, no. There, there. So I, ha- I have <laughs> I have skipped that on the um on the list. I mean, I I almost got a James Bond. Uh, ah yes, but it got too rich for my blood. So, um, is that and- similar to the James Bond on the Commodore sixty four? I I believe it might. It's like. I, I haven't seen the Commodore 64 version. I've seen the ColecoVision game, um, yep. and it's not a very good game. Um, no, it's not. It's pretty rubbish. And um, I, I believe it. I've never, I've never seen that particular one because it's an Othello Multivision game. It's not on my multi-cart either. So ah, uh, right. Sorry, it took me a little while to find my spreadsheet. So. Um, now I, I I mean I even have all three basic cartridges as well, so I'm only. Um, oh, so that's uh, an A, a B, and what's the other one? There are two. There are two A's. There's a uh, base, a two A, and a three A, and then you've got a three B. Right. Okay. So the two A's are for the um, SC three thousand straight, because yep. that's only got sixteen K of RAM. So they include 16K of RAM, whereas yep. the 3B has no RAM in it and it will only work in the 3000H. Yep. Um, you are looking at, um, sorry, my spreadsheet doesn't let me count the numbers properly. It's just short of 80 titles for the set without the multivision cartridges. That doesn't include the uh, educational titles. Mm-hmm. And the one that I found, which is a um, SC three thousand title, uh, the uh, magic flying baby unicorn thing. I can't remember. It's got a stupid look. Oh Jesus! So a few, quite a quite a lot. <laughs> so, um, uh, but uh, yes, thoroughly enjoyed we, collecting for that system. So I think we need to definitely come back come back to the SC three thousand one of these days and um and have another another round. But um 
Yeah, but look, speaking of, I suppose the we've kind of hit the point. Unless you, I mean, you know, the TI ninety nine is certainly another one that has the the Flash Grom ninety or the Flash Rom ninety nine or the newer one that the Flash Grom ninety nine, which has come out, which has full hundred percent compatibility as opposed to the original one, which only works with the silver TIs. Um, which they're a good if you've got one, they're they're definitely well worth hunting out for. But um, I think that's yeah, at the risk, you know, so I think it covers the majority of the popular systems, though. Mm, yeah, I mean, there's still heaps more flash-related devices to talk about, but um, you know, um, you know, Amiga, um, hard drive, WHD you know, load, WHD and... loads, um, stuff, and yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's that's for another another episode, I think. <laughs> Oh, definitely for sure. So, well, John, it's, it's fun, fun as always. But um, do you guys have any any shout outs, Daz? Seeing as you're the guest, oh, I, I shout think... out. Oh, Daz is here. Yeah, I'm here. I thought. Oh, I thought you. I thought you'd left. No, I was on mute. I was on mute. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't want me around, Aaron. Lucky. Oh, lucky. No, look, you know, you're, up. you're always welcome. <laughs> nah, but big big shout out to you guys. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. It was great chatting. Um, big shout out to the RD boys. So uh, yeah, guys. Um, geez, who else are our listeners out there? And um, uh, also a big big shout out to uh, Sean Tagstar for um, joining me with our new endeavor, which is arcade perfect okay perfect podcast it's getting Absolutely. late to get tired so yeah, yeah. It's, it is yeah. definitely that yeah. Awesome. So, yeah thanks everyone no it was great thanks, having you on. Yeah. Well, man. good always welcome thank you tom how yourself boys any any shout outs for yourselves um well the first shout out i'll give is to um mark vass who uh, actually works at the same organization i work at and he came up to me the other day and he goes aaron's right and i said what do you mean he goes older beast is crap ah, yes, no. vindicated. Vindicated. <laughs> and i said well i said it's got its faults but um you know it's it's not that bad come on it's a great <laughs> game someone, agrees, someone on the internet agrees with me and in real life so we're good <laughs> <laughs> and um, look, shout out, shout out to our guest Daz. Oh, thank you. Always, always good having Daz back on the airwaves. Um, shout out to the RD guys. I've listened to. Um, well, actually, I haven't listened to every single one of your episodes. I've I've listened mm. to the last twenty odd that are easy to get onto my iPod. Um, he doesn't show ones. all of them, does it? Yeah, the only ones that show up. No, do they? no, no. That's right. So I can only listen to the other ones if I'm like at home on a different device, and it's yeah. just all too hard. Uh, get an Android yeah, phone; it'll no. make it all easier. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, sorry. Uh, one one shadow I missed out on was uh, well, you know, especially to Tony. Thank you for the 3DO. Oh, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Oh, well, it's not really oh. loading anything at the moment, but yeah, you're right. It's, but I'm, I'm going to get it looked at, and I'm even thinking about getting a uh, a USB adapter for it, so I don't even have to run. Yes. Out. Oh, yes. But, 
but it's going to be very expensive. Mm. So oh, it's yeah. safe. Yeah, it's about two hundred fifty Australian. They're Ooh. not. They're not. They're not cheap. But no, again, not. it's 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 yeah. almost worth it for avoiding having to use um, optical Discs. media. Yeah, yeah. Well, just just my my um, experience with three D optical media. I know we're going off track here, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yep. But um, just quickly, um, I found that to get three D discs to work properly on mine, um, that I need to use an external CD burner. Internal PC burners don't cut it; has to be external. Yep. And also, it needs to be good quality media, such as like Tao Uden. Um, like the high quality Japanese media. Now you can use cheaper media and it all works, but what I find is anything with like the FMV, um, if you don't use external burner plus uh, the quality media, it skips. So to blow you out of the water there, Damien, I've used my internal burner beautifully um, and I've never had a problem. Uh-uh. Have you watched? Yes. Have you watched f- full FMV stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah, and no, I think one of the key things they're not working. Yeah, one of the key things is burning at the correct speed that the drive yes. of your model runs at. Mm. I, I, I burnt at single speed, one speed, and nothing. Yeah, but is, is I, did, I thought the drive in a three DO is faster than one times. It's only the Neo the Neo Geo CD that's one times, and the PC Engine that's one times. Okay, so I think it's four times, I think, in the... Yeah, that's what I mean. So if it's a four times drive, you really should put it at four times or you'll wear oh, the drive okay. out. Oh, okay. You, you've, got to, you've got to match because what it is is the times is how the sectors are laid out around the disc, the spacing. Oh. See, Tony? This is why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Okay, sorry. I digressed. Very. Nah, that's all right. Tony, any... Any shout-out for yourself? Um, I, I'd like to shout-out to a guy called Jared, and he's, he's also go Retro Revolutions over in New Zealand. Got to support oh, yes. our fellows across the pond. He's been doing a lot of hardware modding lately. Now, he's, oh, he's yes. firmly in, in the console area at the moment, but I'm sure with a bit of encouragement, um, we can get him over to the uh, retro computer side of things. Um, and he's been doing some very interesting mods, um, uh, you know, modifying handheld consoles so they can uh, be a plug-in to TV console. Console so type ooh, of mods, ooh. and uh, he really mm. knows his electronics very well. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, I, I may have a box, a uh, a box heading his way um, on Monday with a, a few things in there for a project that he's going to be working on next. So watch <coughs> this. Can you space. tell me? Tell me. Spoil it for me. I want to know. Um, I'm, uh, uh, I don't know. What's one of those systems that would make you cry if I cut it to pieces? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's a something. PC engine, a PC engine handheld? Yeah, that's it. One of them. Yeah. But what's, <laughs> why <laughs> no. would you do that? Because you get PC engines you plug into your TV anyway. Yeah, yes, no. so anyway, that was a, a, moving, a dumb guess. No, moving on. Um, I'm not spoiling it, but yes, definitely. He's, um, he's a, he's a very, very switched on lad. So it'd be cool to see what he's doing for you and likewise cool so look for myself quickly just a quick shout obviously to, to josh and bartronica again for sponsoring us it's um very very appreciative of it um paul nichols so it was good to, good to catch up with you mate and um yeah have a good old chat about things and i'm glad 
Yeah, you can get you a 64, and hopefully we can get the rest of it running for you soon. Um, and lastly is Mr. Freakin' Frankie for his bringing the TI over for me from the States, as well as a very nice little Ness Jr. But um, you are a dead set legend, and we are absolutely going to catch up next time you're here. And that's that's me, and that means that's a wrap. That's it. Yay. <laughs> Okay, well, don't so excited. It sounds so excited. I know, huh? <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Jeez. Yay, team. Yay, team. Local <laughs> sports team, go. Ah, yeah. uh, actually, quick quick one, actually, before we go as well, um, any of our listeners in Brizzy, make sure to head along to the – they've got their C64 night coming up um, the start of next month. I actually forgot to bring that up and mention at the start. Um, on the 2nd of September from 6 o'clock. Um, I'll post all the details in, our, in the show notes, and it's already on the, on the page. But, yeah, they've got a night with including our um, resident C64 coder, um, Mr. Ant Stiller, who's, yeah, always well worth catching up with uh, Ant for a chat. So if you're up in Brizzy, definitely check it out and head along. But um, otherwise, that, that's a wrap for us. Jeez, don't sound so excited, boys. <laughs> oh, I was happy for you to... Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Should we sing the, the Yang Young Talent oh. Time closing song? Is that what you expect? That's it. Start. Off you go. Start singing. I can't remember how it goes. Who do you think I am? Tina Arena? Well, your, your, your pegs oh. are... No, let's not. Um, all right. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we're going. All right. See you, guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye.